If you or a loved one has had thoughts of self-harm, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's like your wife of 50 years throwing on some lingerie and trying to make, excite you about <laughs> fuck her. <laughs> I, we've done it. I, I don't think there's anything left you can do. <laughs> That's funny. I like, I like that comparison. You know? Yeah. She's like, huh? And you're like, I mean, I guess. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know it's like it's like eating the same sandwich for lunch every fucking day and then one time it has like a little bit of a pickle spear on top and you're like well, i mean okay that's pretty cool but this is still the same sandwich <laughs> To another episode of the Old Guy Metalcast, my past is a holy book, a call from Olympus ringing off the hook. It's your boy, the King of Bong style, Jim Vicious, joined as always by Sir Robert of Blades, Mr. Bobby fucking Blades. Get ready, because this ain't funny. My name is Bobby Blades, and I'm about to get money. <laughs> yeah, to make those big podcasts. <laughs> big uh, tens of dollars. Those big podcasts. Welcome back to the show. It's Saturday. We're here to take you to church. Satan loves a healthy giver. So put some money in those baskets as they come around. If you ain't giving, you ain't living. That's right. That's right. We're back to talk some shit. We got a lot to talk about. Later in the show, we have to talk about the the season finale of Cyrox versus Music Biz Marty. Is, is it the season finale, really? or It's just the season. It's not the series finale. Yeah, right, right. It's a fucking cliffhanger, I'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I've gotten enough people in on it. And, you know, now that, like, some people don't know. They need to know. But a lot of our listeners at this point do know. Fudge messaged me last night after he saw the whole thing, and he's like, dude, I'm so glad I got in on this when I did. Like a week ago, He, I finally got him in. He's like, I'm so glad that I got in on this when I did, so that I can truly appreciate this moment. Right. You can, <laughs> so you can appreciate the gravity of the situation. Exactly. So later on, Cyrax Music Biz Marty, we'll yeah. talk all about it. If you don't know about it, I'll try to give a quick explanation. It's we'll talk about. It's the battle uh, of the ages, man. It's like the fucking WrestleMania, whatever number we're up to now. I couldn't even tell you because I don't watch WWE. Yeah, neither um, do. Here's usually where I'd put an insulting joke, but people who do, because <laughs> I love a lot of people who still watch that stuff. And that's that's. I watched I can love after lockup and ninety day fiance and shit. So. Who am I to judge? That's probably uh, let's more get, fun. What's up? 
that's probably more fun. You know, I've always said, like, I do a wrestling podcast, and I can't really talk shit on anything anybody watches because I watch dudes in little shorts fucking fake fight, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. some things to discuss this week. Uh, there's a new Metallica song yeah. called If Darkness Had a Son. Yes. Um, so, I was, the other day, hey, what's this? Oh, it was Wednesday because we had a snow day. Because from Tuesday when I left work until Wednesday when I woke up, we had over a foot of snow. Okay, cool. So I had a snow day. So I did some work from home and I sat down and fired up YouTube and it just went to the music because I like to do that. You know, it puts out new shit like that Metallica song and the song I'm going to talk about after it. Both dropped that morning, Wednesday morning. I don't know why. And it plays and I start getting, you know, start smoking shit, having a good time. And it plays the new Metallica song. And I was just the whole way through. I was just like, I can't fucking like this fucking sucks to me. And I know a lot of people, including you, because you messaged me about liking it. And people on my Facebook, old metal dudes like me, a lot of them seem to like it. I fucking hated it. I was like, this is terrible. We're going to talk about that. Or we're going to like, should I go right into my follow up of what played right after that? Well, I do want to talk about that because I have to change my stance on it just a little bit. Um, the first listen, I was like, okay, this is some good Metallica. Um, it reminds me a little bit like, uh, this song would feel right at home on the Black Album. Um, but then after I listened to it a couple of more times, it was very formulaic. It was like a, almost a fucking cutout, you know, cut and paste type shit. And Kirk Hammett's solo was just like the lowest point of the song. And I just, it's like, I could have, I'm so sick and tired of hearing those solos. It's just like no, no creativity. It, it was lacking in so much. And yeah. so now I'm kind of like, okay, the riff is good, but that's like the only part of the song that's good because the lyrics are not that good. And the fucking repetitive temptation is, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. There's no catch, there's no hook. No, there's, it doesn't really have much, and I thought it did at first, but, you know, sometimes the first listen can fuck with me. Metallica trotting out a song, trying to get me to like it, is like your wife of 50 years throwing on some lingerie and trying to make, excite you about fucking her. <laughs> I, we've I've done it. I, I don't think there's anything left you can do. <laughs> That's funny. I like, I like that comparison. You know? Yeah. She's like, huh? And you're like, I mean, I guess. You know? <laughs> Maybe you know, it's like it's like eating the same sandwich for lunch every fucking day, and then one time it has like a little bit of a pickle spear on top. And you're like, well, I mean, okay, that's pretty cool, but this is still the same sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I thought the last song they put out was better than this one, and I don't like that one either. Well, but anyway, yeah, the, the riffs are good, but the the singing it it's not there. It's, it's not there anymore. Oh. So directly after that, I was just like, wow, that sucks. And then it pops up extreme. And I was like, ex- like literally fucking extreme, dude, from the 80s. What, yeah. was, their, what was their song? More uh, Than Words? Yeah, More Than Words. Yeah, that, that's the only one I remember anyway. That's your love for me is real. Um, and I was like reaching for my controller to switch it. And it starts, it comes in and it's got a pretty kick ass rock and roll riff. It feels like it could be a Stone Temple Pilot song to me. And I'm like, okay, this is fucking random. And I watched the whole thing. And it also had something that the Metallica song didn't have. A great solo. Oh. Betancourt. 
Holy shit, yeah. In the house. I only know that guy because I play a Washburn USA and I'm so I'm into Washburns. I really like Washburn guitars. And I've always wondered like how the guy from Extreme still to this day has his own Washburn. And they're called the N4. It's an ugly fucking guitar. Don't tell any of the dudes I'm in my Washburn group because there's a lot of them who love it. He's got like a some a lot of them have like a big N4. I don't even know what that has to do with. You know, Betancourt, you know, is there four N's uh, in that? Yeah, I don't there is. Know. I think that, okay. N U N O. That's at least two three. N's. Yeah. B E T T E N. Nope, there's that's only three. Like, okay. Anyway, um, he rips a solo, and I was like, well, this at least has a good solo. And the funny thing is, I posted on a Facebook. Like it, you know, it played these back to back. And if I had to listen to one again, I'd pick the extreme one, no mm-hmm. doubt. And uh, Mitch, our boy Mitch, uh, he does a lot of music for SCL and other pods. He's a fucking brilliant musician. He uh, does music online that's under Electric Downfall. Check him out. He rocks. He was saying that it's in the right mode, at least, because Kirk Hammett is in the wrong mode. Yeah. um, Apparently, I was listening to, I don't know if you follow um, Shredmaster Scott, but in his video where he broke down the Metallica video, he was like, James Hetfield is playing the E minor and uh, fucking Kirk is playing like some other some other fucking mode and they just don't match up. I mean, and I was like, wow, okay. <clears throat> I didn't notice that. And like, who the fucking says I can't do that? You know, I was kind of 50 50 on that. I was like, okay, well, he should know better than this. But also, like, what if I don't want to fucking, you know, what if I want to throw these notes in there? Like, you, you have the ability to put any note you want in there, in my book, you know? Now, it could sound fucked. Yeah. You know, whatever, but... He says, yeah, Kirk always does... Just does E minor pentatonic, which is interesting. Are a lot of his solos just, like, E minor pentatonics? (laughs) I don't know. But, um... Okay, maybe when I didn't... When I knew less about music, I would have thought that he had the most badass solos of you know of any kind of thrash band but after hearing the same fucking thing over and over and over again on every <laughs> album it's just like get some new grooves where did, man it, yeah where do people decide that Kirk Hammett sucks because like now that last song they put out Lux Eterna or whatever the fuck it was like immediately everybody who plays guitar in the fucking world's like recorded a better solo for it <laughs> <laughs> I was like god damn dude Oh shit! Yeah, uh, didn't Stevie T do uh, solo on that? I don't know. Uh, I know. I, I, I know a lot watching... of people did. I saw people online like, "Here, let me fix this solo." Yeah, I think I can't remember who did it, but it was either Stevie T or Trey Xavier. But they were like, "Let me, let me throw what the solo should sound like," and then they fucking ripped that solo out there, man. I don't even know what he's saying. He's like, James riffs is standard E dominant. Fr- five. Phrygian mode, oh, Phrygian, Phrygian mode, yeah. Phrygian. Yes. Yeah. Now I know because I've heard it. I'm like, oh yes. <laughs> if you know dominant Phrygian modes and shit, like you're a better man than me. I wish I did. He's like, I wish I didn't. Actually, he's like, knowing you know makes me notice it. Okay. Yeah. See, you notice it more when you know what the person is playing and you know the <clears> notes <throat> that they're hitting, and so you're like, wow, this is not that complex. Yeah. And I mean, it's just amazing to me how how much better that extreme song is. It blows my mind. But the bass is it's called Rise. If anyone wants to listen to it, I'm not saying like, oh, this song fucking rules. 
I'm just saying, like, if I had to listen to one again, I would pick the extreme song. <laughs> and it's like not even close. Because the solo in that is insane. Nuno Bencourt, oh, that guy is fucking nuts. Man. Is, man. Solo's like a motherfucker. And he must have been playing on the the A and the E strings because that it, it went from like high pitch to just like low muting. And I was like, holy fuck, did he just like flip the guitar upside down and start playing? <laughs> the song almost comes to like a not a halt, but it comes way down when he starts soloing, you know? Yeah. And they bring it back up. I guess it wasn't he played at the Super Bowl. Wasn't he say I thought I saw that he was playing with Rihanna. Really? I don't she know. She had I, a guitar player. I was like, that's Nuno Bedencourt. I didn't even watch I never watched the Super Bowl, so yeah. I actually don't know it's him. I don't know what he looks like. I just know it's him because I see his washburn fucking guitar. <laughs> you know that's him honestly guitar. it. I don't know what he looks like. I couldn't pick him up out of the lineup. But when <laughs> I see that wood tone washburn N4, it's like, okay, I know that guitar. Oh shit! Yeah. So, well, that's a good way to keep track of people if you don't know their faces or what they look like. <laughs> like, what guitar do they play? Yeah, yeah. So I just thought that was interesting, man. I would have never in my life guessed that there'd be a new Metallica song and an Extreme song on the same day, and I would like the Extreme song more. <laughs> <laughs> I hate cock rock. I hate those fucking cock rock. Well, yeah, I, I know. My mind is blown by that. Which was very surprising when you told me, like, oh, the new Extreme song is actually pretty good. I'm like. Really? You listen to it? Yeah, I mean, what do you... Yeah, it's it's definitely, like you said, it, it could be confused for a Stone Temple Pilots type song because it's... Almost like if you like rock and roll, which I, that's the thing with me, man. Like, I like fucking good rock and roll. So you catch me with a good rock and roll riff and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go. I'm in. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Hey, if it sounds good to the ears, then, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to shit on it. Unless it's Nickelback, and then, and then I will shit on it. Just a little bit. Yeah. While we're at it, you know who I was thinking, um, where the fuck is this? Oh, yes. Deserves the fucking Nickelback treatment? Godsmack. Oh, yes, they do. They, they've got a new album coming out, or it's already out. I, I'm not sure which. The story I have from Lamb Goat, Godsmack cancel rescheduled South American tour due to lack of ticket sales. <laughs> In, in Sao Paulo, oh, Santiago, and Buenos Aires, you know, every time you see a band, it'll be like a band that's not even that big, right? Like Megadeth. In the U.S., how many tickets does Megadeth sell in a, in a big city? 10,000? I don't know, probably a lot. 15,000? Yeah. But when they go to fucking South America, you'll see them in front of like, you know, 900,000 fucking dude, people, you know? Oh, yeah, because they're bigger in other countries, you know? But I'm just saying, like, they have no sales. Like, in a place where it seems like, seemingly, every band I see has massive crowds down there. So, they'll be embarking on their spring U.S. tour with support from I Prevail. I actually like I Prevail. I've never even heard of them. You would not like them. <laughs> no. I don't they're like modern. Guns, they're like modern pop rock. I mean, like pop metal. Pop. Like, they'll do a fucking... You know, they'll have a part that's like a verse that's heavy and has a scream, but then it'll go into a chorus of like triumphant singing. (laughs) Yeah, I know how much you love that, too. I do love that. I do love that. Godsmack is just really annoying. Um, Yeah, dude. Just I, I, I can't fucking deal with it. You know, I listened to their first album recently and I was like, hmm kind of taken i mean it's definitely nostalgic 
because when that album hit, I was living with a dude who just like he that was like his favorite fucking thing at the time. And I didn't hate it either. Yeah. When Godsmack's first album came out, I was like, it's derivative. Literally their name is a fucking Alice and Alice Chain, Chain yeah. song. And there's a song that that voodoo song is exactly like a it's a complete ripoff of a Mad Season song. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I didn't make it. With the, like, tom, like, the, the light tom buildup. There's a song on the on that album that's exactly like that Godsmack. I'm going to go have to, I'm going to have to listen to Mad Season once again and see what you're talking about. Yeah, Mad Season's so fucking good. Fuck yeah. I always said with Matt, people like, oh, what's this band? It's like, oh, they the good music by people for with, who like heroin for people who like heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Godsmack canceled the tour in South America. That's, that's pretty fun. Yeah. And did, okay, Limp Biscuit's got a new album, I guess, called Smelly Beaver. Or I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna, fucking serious, dude. I'm going to have to look this up because I saw it's either a single or it's an album. And, Probably a single. Uh, Let's check it out. Why are we talking about them? Because we're talking about shitty fucking bands. Yeah, shitty bands that should be treated poorly. Yeah. Oh, it's a okay. It's a Smelly Beaver album. Um. And okay, it came out seven months ago. I guess. Fuck. Wow, that was not on my radar. Why would it be? I don't listen to Limp Bizkit. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. They suck too. All right, but anyway, um, I don't have anything else as far as stories. Last week we were kind of mentioning I was just talking and we started to briefly talked about movie soundtracks, and I was going to get into a whole thing that I recently kind of went back to and realized is like uh, not only a great soundtrack but a great piece of music history. And then we're like, "Fuck it, we'll do it next week." So here we are. Yeah. To talk about some soundtracks, these are going to be. This is by no means an exhaustive list. Uh, this is just some that came to mind that I owned back in the day that I liked and shit like that. Um, I also asked in the group, Suplex City Limits group on Facebook. Um, I was thinking maybe of changing that to, I don't know. I, it might be too abrasive to change it to, like, I want to make it a group for the whole, all the shows, you know, for like Midnight Mass, Federation, oh, okay. Suplex City and OGMC, you know? Why not put it just like the SEL network um, group or yeah. something like that? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was thinking. Some people, a lot of the people are there because it used to be a wrestling group. Before it was even an SEL group, it was just a wrestling group that I had started at one point with a lot of my old friends and shit like that. Okay. You know, because we all would, you know, before I started SEL, we, a lot of us would like talk back and forth about watching old Bam Bam Bigelow matches. You know, we would trade links of like, the Steiner brothers versus Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow in Japan and shit and be like, look at this fucking crazy. So that was more what the group was. It used to be called WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And then I switched it over to fucking to SEL. So I don't know. Maybe I'll switch it there. But I asked in that group because it is kind of a a group for all of them. Uh, some some that people were thought were fucking above and beyond. So let's see here. Let's see what they say. Tyler Fudge, my my good buddy. Uh, Dazed and Confused. That is a really good soundtrack. I barely remember that, but I know what he's talking about. Really? Yeah, because I haven't listened to it in so long. And another one that would go exactly with Dazed and Confused is a Tower Records soundtrack. Yeah, Dazed and Confused got. I mean, dude, Nugent, Stranglehold, 
Runaways, Cherry Bomb, Rock and Roll All Night, Deep, Deep Purple Highway Star. It's got a lot of good shit. Skinnered, you know, yeah. Lowrider, Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Oh, shit. Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo, Rick Derringer. <laughs> That's a good soundtrack, man. That is a good one. Tyler Fudge. Um, also, my buddy Eric mentioned Singles. That's a fucking... Like, that's a deep cut right there. And th- I think they mark of a good... Um... Actually, it's funny. I've been Googling things with soundtrack so much that when I put in the name of a movie, it just automatically yeah, it wants to add sound- soundtrack. <laughs> the autocomplete. It knows. I think, I think the mark of a good soundtrack back then was if you bought it and you hadn't even seen the movie. There's so many movies that I'm going to... Soundtracks we'll talk about here. I didn't even see the movie because... I was trying to figure how to explain to some like modern somebody who's younger, somebody who didn't own like these kind of albums back in the day, because you couldn't really hear a song unless you had the album, period. You couldn't hear the song unless you had it. So when you look at like these soundtracks, you know, a lot of times bands would put a song that's only on there. You know, I think I was talking about Marmalade last week. That's where that that's where that whole conversation started. System of a Down Marmalade. Oh yeah, and it's only on that one soundtrack. You know, maybe it's on some like rare cuts thing of theirs, but it's not on Spotify. You know, and a lot of bands would have you know Pantera the Badge on the Crow album, right? Like that was a cover of the song The Badge, and you can only listen to that song really there. There's some like I had a Pantera import that had it on there, but yeah, you can't find that on any Pantera album. No, shit like that. That's my point. So. You know, you'd get it with bands like, well, I don't have any shit from that band, but that's cool. And I don't know. There was just something to the soundtrack, man. That was really awesome. I loved getting soundtracks. Yeah. So anyway, singles. Smashing Pumpkins, Soundgarden, Mother Love Bone, Mud Honey, a bunch of Pearl Jam, Screaming Trees. Oh, yeah. This is a whole grunge. Chris Cornell. Oh, Mother Love Bone is the one we were talking about a few episodes back where I I confused it with Temple of the Dog, but Temple of the Dog was actually the, the tribute band to mother love yeah he also mentions uh maximum overdrive which i believe the whole soundtrack is acdc <laughs> i think so yeah <laughs> yeah it is uh aaron is... kimball echo aaron sorry to put your last name on there my bad <laughs> aaron echoes <laughs> uh donnie darko oh shit yeah i remember that remember that song i, I didn't have that the soundtrack. donnie darko soundtrack mm-hmm What's on it? Let's see. Are these what band is? It doesn't have any bands listed. It just has names of songs. Where are you looking at on Spotify? Oh, okay. Hold on. Never mind. Donnie Darko, In Excess, Tears for Fears. It's it's all eighty stuff, but it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Well, we're there. I didn't have this one listed. But now that I think about it, dude, the Footloose soundtrack. <laughs> the Footloose soundtrack is tremendous, man. It really is. It really is. I don't think I've ever heard that. I mean, I've seen the movie, but I don't believe. Oh, the song where he, uh, where he like fucking does like freestyle gymnastics in a warehouse. <laughs> Oh, Your man. heart loaded like a gun. That and wait, holding out for a hero is on there. Uh, let's hear it for the boys. For a hero. <laughs> or Kenny Loggins with the title track. 
kick off your Sunday Fuck shoes that, and get foot loose. Yeah, foot loose is a great soundtrack. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna some of these I'm saving because I want to talk about after more. Yeah. Um, B Rad Brad, a boy. Mortal Kombat, the '90s one. You know, I was gonna bring that. That up. was good. That Mortal Kombat soundtrack was fucking dope. Just the just that mean song. The Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh, train spotting hackers. Oh, hackers! Yep. Yeah, Tron Legacy. That's a newer one. Yeah. Oh, Ted, Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventure. That's a great one. Wow, that's a hidden gem right there. I forgot about that. Uh, Clueless. That was a good one. Empire Records, he mentioned as well. Yep. Um, and then uh, Chris. I think I think old Chris listens to the show. Uh, Trick or Treat. For you fucking eighties man. Oh, player. I think. Yeah, I think I was actually talking to this person about that because uh, the Trick or Treat soundtrack. Or no, sorry, that was uh, somebody else. Might have been Tyler. Did they do the whole thing Fastway? The yes, band Fastway? They did the entire soundtrack, yeah. That was a fucking dope <laughs> movie, man. Yeah. I can't remember who I was talking to on Instagram about it. It, it was either Tyler Morehouse or fucking uh, somebody else, but like they had about, posted it. They bought uh-huh. the record. That's funny. Yeah. When I think of that trick or treat, it makes me think of like when I was like really young. Uh, two dudes that I was later in, well, one I wasn't in bands with, but they had a song called Trick or Treat. Man. This is from when, like, they're, like, 14 years old. <laughs> and I'm, like, 12, probably, or 15 and 13, maybe. And okay. it's, it's so fucking Trick or Treat to all the dead. And I forget what the next part is. Something's inside my head. Trick or Treat to all the dead. <laughs> That sounds like a, a good intro to a song, though. Real well, I guess the only people who would know that are like two. Uh, so yeah, so there's some of the ones that were mentioned. Uh, some of these cats did mention some of the banger ones that I want to talk about more in depth. So Beavis and Butthead do America. Oh yeah, classic. Was mentioned a few yeah. times. Yeah. Can you get the? some of these white zombie like white zombie was one of those bands where they had a lot of shit that was can you get this rat fink suicide tanks and cannibal whatever white zombie song uh, anywhere it's else it's on the it's on the box set of the white zombie let sleeping corpses lie album so yeah it's like you you'd have to spend like 75 dollars for that box set if you want man dude and i kind of i kind of touched on it with pantera the badge but a badge i don't know what my accent right there the badge badge <laughs> Um, imports man I had a lot of like rare Pantera like the Pantera Becoming uh, import and it had Becoming and it had like uh, I don't know I had one that had like live the live domination and Primal Concrete Sledge from the Vulgar video I mean, you know those ones yeah where the fuck is, yeah, those performances are on this import with I think becoming I don't know why I think of that that's farther ahead but hmm. or the weird like remix albums or like I don't know I just remember going into like UCD stores and you'd find all these cool ass imports and shit yeah at the mall near these songs me, on them. we used to have a store where you could buy singles actually and that's where I would get like I was huge into Marilyn Manson um, 
this was back among the time of Antichrist Superstar, and you could get you could get the singles, and it came with B sides that you couldn't get anywhere else, and they were like import songs, and so I would buy the shit out of those. On CD or what? Yeah. Yeah, on disc. Yeah, shit like that was fucking cool, man. Or like finding different pressings of shit, you know? Oh, yeah. Like finding the uh, first pressing of Body Count with Cop Killer because the refund doesn't. The second one didn't have it, I think. You know, I actually have that physical copy. My boy had it back in the day. <laughs> but yeah, you pay more for those. I've ever paid a lot for some of those Pantera imports. I had a couple of different ones. Yeah, and it wasn't full album. It was just singles, like with maybe two or three songs on it. Like, like I said, the two performances from uh, Moscow, Monsters of Rock, were on there. Fucking cool. You know, and that was the only way, other than watching the vulgar video, that you could hear those performances of those songs. Yeah, but you know, you can get that with the the new pressing of Vulgar Display of Power. They actually have that um, the vulgar the live performance of it on like a bonus disc now. Yeah. Well, these days, yeah, a lot of that shit's you know showing up more. A lot of these weird songs, though, some of them aren't even on Spotify. Uh, but anyway, Beavis and Butthead do America. Great shit, man. Ozzy. I also had Love Roller Coaster by Chili Peppers, which I don't think is on an album anywhere. And uh, uh, Nirvana. Nirvana's on there. Yeah, Nirvana. No, uh, Beastie Boys. ACDC. Doesn't say Nirvana here, actually. Uh, on the Beavis and Butthead, I think the song is called I Hate Myself and Want to Die. I thought it was, yeah. It doesn't show it here on the listing I'm looking at. But... Interesting interesting is right uh but yeah that fucker is is really good man uh so other ones like what i want to talk about most and a lot of like dudes my age all throughout was judgment night oh fuck i remember having that judgment night soundtrack man judgment night <laughs> judgment night <laughs> rap mixed with metal <laughs> fucking yeah and and this is like a two-headed thing here. Judgment Night, and then we'll talk about Spawn as well, because Spawn does the same thing, but yeah, with like electronic with the, with music. Techno, yeah, and I actually have that Spawn soundtrack. I'm going to have to send you some photographs, man. Got all that shit. I had it back in the day. But yeah, so Judgment Night takes a metal band and puts them with a hip-hop group, yep. and it's fucking great. <laughs> Still <laughs> like, to this day, and it's like, it's an interesting... And there's another one and I can't think of it. Yeah, I don't think it's a movie soundtrack. I think it's just a compilation. If any this is gonna be so dumb, but if anyone could it's like metal bands with I think electronic bands too. And there might be like the colors red and blue come to mind and maybe a robot. Mm. Maybe there's a robot on it. But it's the same kind of deal. It's a mix of like metal bands and like electronic bands, and it's really fucking cool. But I can't remember it. Fuck! I'd love what, to find what was it. The name I'm gonna find it somehow. What was the name of the movie? I don't think it's a movie. Oh, okay, it's not a movie. It's All just right. a weird compilation. But I'm thinking, is there other ones like that? I feel like there was another one like this. Too. I think the Howard Stern uh, Private Parts soundtrack had a few songs like that with a couple bands. Mm. Well, that's another one we can talk about. That's yeah. a great one too. But I feel like maybe there was another one like this, and I couldn't remember it either. But tremendous probably one of the best ones ever because you get helmet and house of pain just another victim oh just yeah. another victim biohazard kid. who did biohazard do their track <clears throat> uh biohazard and onyx dude oh fuck <laughs> good combination right there yeah dude <laughs> fucking great man 
Faith No More and Booyah Tribe. That's one of my favorites on there. Another Body Murdered. I love that entire soundtrack. I mean, there's just not a bad song on it. Uh, Booyah Tribe, gotta keep it low. <laughs> and this is like, what year is this? 1993. Jesus Christ. We're so I think it's cute back. when people are like, oh, do you remember when Korn invented rap metal? Like, um, I don't actually, <laughs> but I remember when like Helmet and House of Pain fucking started it, and, like the first track on there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, Aerosmith and Walk This Way and what have you with Run DMC. Oh, yeah, that would, that well. yeah, that would have to be the. That's the real beginning, I think. <laughs> yeah. This. To me, pushed it to a different level. It did because it add you had metal and hardcore mixed with rap music, which I don't think was really seen or heard. Yeah. Cypress Hill and Pearl Jam, Cypress Hill, Sonic Youth, Mud Honey. Is Mud Honey got Sir Mix a lot? Which is so fucking. <laughs> I can, Cypress Hill and Pearl Jam seems like a really odd combination, though. It does. I think it could have been better. I think Cypress Hill. Well. I mean, you later on with Biohazard, you'd have uh, Send Dog, right? Do a song with them. Oh, yeah. And also on um, the Fear Factory album, uh, not Obsolete, the Digimortal, um, Cypress Hill or Send Dog from Cypress Hill actually got on the track Back the Fuck Up. Yeah. Because he's great. His voice is great to echo anything. Yeah. Or just to throw in a whirr. <laughs> you know, I'm like, dude, yo. Send dog man, can we get a fucking right Oh, there? sorry, no, it's it's not send dog. It's be real. That was on the Fear Factory album. My bad. Okay, my well, bad. Send dog was on the on the fucking Biohazard. What could just kill a man? Uh, so yeah, man. I think Judgment Night is S tier. Yeah, that, that's fucking God tier right there, man. Yeah. Also, Spawn. Yep. That's a similar Spawn deal. Soundtrack. Metal bands with techno. I, to me, it's techno. I don't, like actually it's you know to me anything like that it's fucking techno i would yeah techno or electronica you know one or the other yeah but um, um sneaker pimps and Mar- marilyn manson oh, long hard road out of hell so that fucking dope. song jams dude that shit rules and also um metallica and dj spooky yeah From i also me. really like the corn one too on there oh yeah Korn was doing a lot of uh, music soundtracks back then in, in the 90s, late 90s and shit. Yeah. Um, was Filter, I can't remember if Filter was on there. I'm thinking about something else where it was like Filter and the, uh, no, that was Korn and the Dust Brothers. Maybe Filter and the Crystal Method. Um, fuck. Um, I'm trying to go by memory here and I shouldn't be. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Let's see. Incubus and Grey Boy. I don't know. Slayer with Atari Teenage Riot. That one's fucking crazy, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because it's like really fast, but with a techno beat to it. It's it's interesting. Um, okay, Prodigy, it Tom Morello. Corn and the Dust Brothers. Yeah. For Whom the Bell Tolls, Metallica and DJ Spooky. That would probably be one of my favorites right there. And, um, yeah. Corn and the Dust Brothers kicked the PA. That song. The recording of it, I remember blowing my fucking mind at the time. It was crazy. Like how bass heavy it was and how thick it's like it had just a sound to it that was like, oh fuck. Yeah. Okay, see I was right. Uh filter in the crystal method, can't you trip like I do? That song is bonkers. Yeah. And to like just a real fucking event, you know, of of an album. Yeah. I just think that shit's cool, man. 
to get two groups together like that and you know and a lot of people whatever with but like Linkin Park and Jay-Z you ever see that hear that oh I did I didn't really like it too much I fucking love that shit I love the idea of taking two artists and mashing them up how Linkin Park and him were able mostly Linkin Park were able to throw their choruses into his shit and it not be fucked mm-hmm. you know yeah and like him doing like his classic fucking shit but mixed with one of their classic choruses like I don't know how they did that shit it's masterful it's like that all star shit we were talking about last week where you know the super groups that super group show on VH1 back in the day no I don't think I've ever seen it that badly needs a sequel you never saw that show I've talked about it a few times on nah, where they I've took like that. five fucking musicians and put them in like a real world kind of situation where they were in a house and they had to like try to fucking write music and at the end they'd play like some songs and then they'd play like other songs and shit it was Evan Seinheld from Biohazard um Ted Nugent Scott Ian Nugent Sebastian Bach and uh (laughs) Bonham's son Jason Bonham yeah Jason Bonham I, I now wish I would have seen it because it's like you should try to hunt it. I might be on YouTube because it's just that old. You should yeah. try to find it because it just like Sebastian Bach is a fucking jerk off. Everybody hates him. It's so great. <clears throat> I'm like Savage Animal. He wants to name their band Savage Animal. And he's just like, come on, man, think about it. Savage Animal. And they were like, fucking shut up. Then they picked the name Damocracy and I'm like, Damocracy. That's savage animal, funny. not that bad compared to that. Yeah, I would have picked savage animal. But it's great when you watch fucking uh, Ted Nugent learn a fucking like with Evan Seinfeld showing fucking Ted Nugent some biohazards. Because <laughs> 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 at the end they play like a song from each of their band, you know. And it's great. There's like the subplot of Scott Ian. Uh, like Nugent's like fucking god to Scott Ian. You know what I'm saying? Oh, really? The whole time, like Scott, he's like Ted Nugent's here. <laughs> he's such a fanboy out for Ted Nugent. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. Yeah, he just he just stands there. It's like I remember specifically, like Nugent's just talking about stuff, and Scott Ian just like that wide-eyed, like little kid, just like. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh wow! Anyway, whatever that show was called, you know, check it out. And also, it needs to come back. Yeah. What was? And the also, one- before I forget, I had a quick um. Well, I'll try to remember it for the Cyrax discussion. Okay. I want to ask. How far are we in on this show? Um, oh. About 45 oh. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we just wasted a lot of time. No, it's okay. I don't care. You wanted fucking. You wanted soundtracks. You could get them. You wanted the best. You got the best. Let me keep throwing some that stick out to me and were ones I owned and loved back in the day. Lost Highway. Ooh, another good one. A lot of Nine Inch Nails, Perfect Drug. That's where that song debuted. And the David Bowie and Trent Reznor song, I'm Afraid of Americans. Uh, Yeah, is that what it's called? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I see I'm Deranged, David Bowie. Um, Unless it's not on this, but it should be. Because... Oh, yeah, I'm Deranged, uh, David Bowie. Yeah, but there's... Does it also one... have Trent Reznor, too, or what? Uh, I'm afraid of America. This is just Wikipedia, so. Oh, fuck. Then where? Okay, I probably got it wrong, but 
there was a Trent Reznor and David Bowie song or, or a reprise of it that's like I'm Afraid of America's and originally it was a David Bowie song but then Trent Reznor got in on it and they recreated it I'm Deranged it does have a reprise on here anyway <clears throat> uh, but yeah a lot of Manson and a lot of fucking uh, Trent Reznor obviously Perfect Drug uh, you also had Apple of Sodom. Marilyn Manson was that available anywhere else? I don't know. Mm, no, I don't. I still. I put don't a think spell on you, Manson. Romstein, a couple of Romstein songs. Yeah, I remember that being a pretty fucking tasty one. Yep. What about the? What did you think of the Less Than Zero soundtrack? I don't know anything about it. Well, who was on it? Uh Danzig. Hmm? Uh, fucking hold up! I'm pull this up. I had it, and then I had to go back a page, so give me a moment here. Hopefully this is nostalgia blasting all of the other, like, 40-something dudes who had a bunch of soundtracks on CD back in the day. So it's got Slayer doing Inagata De Vida. It's got Public Enemy, uh, Roy Orbison. It's got a bunch of different fucking... It's got David Lee Roth and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. Uh, The Cult, The Doors, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, it's a bunch of different fucking tracks, man. There you go. Uh, there's that. Natural Born Killers was one that some folks had said. Oh, shit, yeah. Natural Born Killers. That's not really much to me, you know, as far as that goes, but a lot of people mentioned that one. What about um, uh, Dracula 2000 soundtrack and uh, End of Days soundtrack? I think they were both pretty good for being early 2000s type shit. Well, there was like the early 2000s horror movies all had good ones. Yeah. Freddy versus Jason, like 2003. All had Devil, Devil Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Devil Driver, El Nino, Typo Negative, Lamb of God, In Flames from Out of the I mean, just like Nothing Face, Sepultura with Mike Patton. Yeah. Ooh, what is that? Sepultura with Mike Patton? <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that. Wow. I gotta listen to that. Oh, which brings up a something that I don't want to derail it completely. But did you hear the song where they remade Faith No More's um, "The Real Thing" with uh, Violent J, but they completely did different lyrics over it, and instead of mm. it being "You want it all, but you can't have it," you know, they sing something entirely different. Which is like, why don't they just do a cover of Faith No More and? not add lyrics to it that's what i'm wondering uh, that sounds like what rap is rap does right i mean that's, that's what a lot of hip-hop does <laughs> they take a great song and then they fucking do dumb shit over top of it yeah but it's dave ellison and violent j doing that song oh dave ellison's like part of it yeah it's um mm, that's terrible i forgot the name of the group now but i think i sent you the link a couple of weeks ago and i was like oh violent j's on another dave ellison track <sighs> <laughs> I would have looked at it differently. Like, Usually, like, if it's any of the fucking insane clown posse, you fucking you lost me. Uh, yeah, I just <laughs> I thought it was interesting and I wanted to hear it, but Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre, that shitty remake, has a great one too. I've never heard that um, soundtrack. Pantera, immortal, Im- immortally insane, oh. which recorded for uh, reinventing the steel, but wasn't on it. Okay. So it's like a fucking B track from there. I've, cool. I've got a blast from the past for you. Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight soundtrack. That was another one that, yeah. Yeah. Have you heard that Pantera song? Which one? 
immortally insane. It's I only have, on the that's on the head. that's on the the reissue of either reinventing oh. the steel or reinventing. Yeah, the reissue. Of okay, that. yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, now it's kind of a lot of the songs. Thank God, get tacked on to these new releases. Yeah, I like it. Otherwise, when they... they'd be lost to history, like fucking Marmalade by System of a Down. That's not on Spotify. Right, I still never heard that song. Well, you gotta listen to it. Uh, but yeah, man, Fear Factory, Head Finger Eleven, Lamb of God, Static X, Mashuga, Rational Gaze, no less. Holy fuck! Is it Morbid Angel song on here? Enshrined <laughs> by Grace, Morbid Angel. On what soundtrack? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I never heard that soundtrack. Yeah. That's a fucking... That's what I'm saying. The Freddy and Jason one, I hadn't either. But those early 2000s, you said Dracula 2000? Yep, Dracula 2000 soundtrack and the End of Days soundtrack. End of Days? Yeah. Fucking John Carpenter, Escape from L.A.? I had that back in the day. Oh, shit. Ministry, Tool, Clutch, Deftones, White Zombie, of course, White Zombie. (laughs) White Zombie was everywhere. <clears throat> the one I don't know if that's on any other shit I mean obviously the newer stuff um Airheads how about Airheads I had definitely owned the Airhead, that one yeah I didn't own it but you know just basing it off the movie and all the songs that were played on there yes Feed the Gods White Zombie which is at the time was not on anything but this and I think is one of the best White Zombie songs of that era yeah you couldn't find that shit anywhere no now that song fucking is one of the I think it's their best song back then I thought this was their best song it is good but they had a lot like especially in the La Sexor La Sexor Sisto days mm-hmm. um, before Astro Creep there was a little bit of in between where like White Zombie was dropping singles and you just couldn't find those things on albums and then yeah. they ended up on movie like movie tr- soundtracks and all that shit yeah um, you're older than me, so maybe you knew, but when that movie came out, I had no idea that Degenerated was a cover. <laughs> the song that the band does, whatever they call them. Um, oh, The Lone Rangers. Right? The that Lone Rangers. Okay, band. yeah, you yeah. lost me there. I was like, oh, fuck, what are you talking about? Yeah, I didn't even yeah. know that was a cover. Yeah, I didn't back then. I mean, I learned later. Reagan Youth, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, I didn't listen to a lot of Reagan Youth. Yeah, more punk, obviously. Um, but yeah, that Airhead soundtrack was fucking tasty. Primus, uh, Foreign Hun Blondes, dude. No. <laughs> Prong, Anthrax. Yeah, good shit on there. Ramones. Oh, yeah, Primus, their song on their bastardizing jelly kit. Man, that's a. <laughs> yeah, that's one you right won't there. find on any album. Yeah. Um, just kind of get quicker through these. I wanted to mention Jonah Hex, uh, which is all done by Mastodon. It's like a score done by Mastodon. Okay. Not even really like Mastodon songs as much as like a score. It's pretty fucking cool. Let's check it out. Uh, people mentioned earlier The Crow. That was fucking awesome. I've never even seen that movie, and that soundtrack was cool, and I had it. Yeah, that soundtrack ripped. Helmet, Rollins Band. Uh, like I said, that's where the badge was. Do you know that was a cover? I didn't know that was a cover until like way fucking later. I still didn't know. What's it a cover of? It is the cover. 
Is it, is it in the cover? Oh yeah, poison idea. Okay. Yeah. Shit. And when I heard this, and I'm telling you, this is not a long time ago that I fucking finally heard that. I randomly heard it, and I was like, holy fuck, I had no idea. You'll have to listen to it. It's fucking weird. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, back then, and you if you wanted to have that song, and like, like I said, literally have the possibility to listen to it, period, you had to buy that fucking soundtrack. You know? Yeah. And that's why when you had, you know, music and shit, that's why I bought a lot of those back in the day, because it was shit that, like, music had more gravity then more like entertainment level to it than it does now you know what i'm saying like i remember when albums would come out we would get together and hang out well right you know so it was like i just picked up the new fucking corpse record you're like let's go where are we going let's (laughs) hang out yeah because it's more easily accessible now so it's less of an event um so if you were hanging out and you're like fucking djing because that was always what i always fucking was my whole life when i was a kid i imagine i had a radio show later on i did get to do it which is a fucking cream dream you know dj Vicious. i did the house of fuzz for a fucking a few years uh and uh anyway so having those songs like dude people didn't have those songs you have that song mm-hmm. so yeah you play it and people are like what the fuck because they have no idea they probably didn't see you know yeah, and He's then they rushed to get their fucking tape recorders or tape decks so they could record that song off the radio. I remember that <laughs> shit. Well, you wouldn't hear these songs on the radio. But yeah. <laughs> well, on a uh, college radio, you would. And just a couple more that, yeah, you mentioned Demon Knight. I wanted to come back to that. That motherfucker is great. Yeah, that's a good soundtrack. And it pisses me off. You know what song from this is not on Spotify? Because this someone made this on Spotify. Oh, 1-800-SUICIDE so is not on use spotify period oh shit. by grave diggers and i like back in the day i fucking love that song that's a banger right there it's just like one of those i don't know man maybe back then there wasn't as many but it was like this super chill hip-hop song you know and it was like that was kind of a different deal man like i don't know it's hard to explain i guess you know what i'm saying like that you know that song offhand if you think about it oh yeah definitely I mean, it's like it's just very slow, and the beats like not. I don't know. It's just a different kind of vibe. It always had like a cool vibe to me. But the thing is, where it fucks with you is it's so sinister. Like, cause they're talking about suicide and like ways to commit suicide. And it's actually, just like... you know what? I'm. I think I gotta learn how to fucking play that bass line. Boom, 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 boom. So you wanna yeah. die? Commit suicide. What does he say? Dial 1-800 and then something. 1-800 cyanide line. Cyanide line. There you go. Nice, dude. Fucking goddamn the grave diggers, man. Holy shit. Fucking so dope. You didn't didn't expect to talk about them. No, I did not. But anything that's related with like (sighs) Wu-Tang, it's like I'm all in for it, man. Same thing. Sepultura covering uh, Policia. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Uh, Instant Larry Melvin's that song fucking shreds. Like that was like back when I that was probably the first time I heard the Melvins actually. And this shit happened a lot too, man. If you got your shit on a movie soundtrack back in the day, you were set, dude. 
Yeah. But I remember like this is probably the first time I heard Melvin's. And uh I was a fan from there. Oh shit, nice. Hey man, nice shot, which you know. Filter, yeah. Filter was Cemetery everywhere. Gates. And that's where I first heard Pantera actually. On that really? Demon Knight soundtrack. What year was this fucking thing? I wanna say Nine? Oh, I'll let you guess. Ninety I think it was ninety five or ninety four. <laughs> ninety five. Okay. Dude, I was doing that at work, man. Like <laughs> coworker asked me, he's like, what year do you think I don't even remember who? This person died and I was like, Oh man, probably like ninety whatever. And I was right. And then he kept we kept kind of going. And like I knew, <laughs> we have seen that on this show before. Right? There's like albums like, oh, what year did that come out? 94, 93. Yeah. How the fuck do you remember that shit? <laughs> Honestly, I remember it too, though. I'm just trying to like think back to the time when I was uh, at my friend's house and he was spinning that disc. And I was like, this is such a dope movie. And also, so Vulgar Display of Power was already out. You hadn't heard them? No, I oh. didn't hear Pantera until like probably 94, 95. Hmm. I. Feel like I always was pretty young because like I didn't have an older brother, but my buddy Ty did Eric, and he was always into Pantera and Metallica and Chains. But like Chains was like a huge band for him, like it was one of his favorite bands, and so we got all that shit from him when we were really fucking young. I feel like he was listening to both Play of Power when Vulgar Display of Power was out. You know, I remember specifically when Far Beyond Driven came out, being stoked for it. Oh shit! So I don't know. Yeah, I was a latecomer to Pantera, man. Definitely. Uh, and then the only one I'm going to mention is Marmalade. We've talked about Marmalade System of a Down. This song that you can't find anywhere still, really, but YouTube maybe it's on some re-release of a album. But uh, that was on Strangeland soundtrack, which is really good. And I. I did see the movie, but I barely remember that soundtrack. I've never seen the movie. Okay, but it's got it's- Marilyn Manson, Sweet Tooth. Um, other songs I really liked on here. Uh, well, Eye for an Eye, Soul Fly from their first album. That's a good song. But even like weird shit, the Clay people have this. I, I've never a band I never really listened to, but they have a song called Awake on here that I really like. It's not the Godsmack song Awake, right? No. Is that the ha <laughs> or is that song called Stand Alone? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's from the Scorpion King. Probably the only movie soundtrack to have Crisis. Really, they have Crisis? No fucking yeah. shit. Stay away from Captain Howdy. Yeah, I think Captain Howdy was like the enemy, like the main bad dude in that movie. Yeah, and which is weird because on the Twisted Sister, um, Stay Hungry album. That's uh, their horror terrier one was Street Justice, and then uh, the B side to that was Captain Howdy, and so they were like, "Stay away from Captain Howdy." Yeah, uh, Bile in League, which as a band like that got me into Bile. I never really listened to them back then. They're like a you ever listen to them? No, I never even heard of them. Industrial shit. Like if you like industrial shit, you'll like them. Wow. Yeah. Like but- I was a. Uh, Skinny puppy dude, ministry shit like that, you know. Um, Isn't in that in that movie? You were, I have never seen the movie, but do they play in that movie? Bile, like dudes covered in like glow and dark black light paint or no? They might, from what I remember, because uh, because they a, did a lot of shows. Like that was like one of the things that they did, where they would do these black light shows and they're covered in like 
reactive painted okay that was probably them um but yeah cold chamber not living which i feel like was which was on their second album but i feel like their second album wasn't out yet and that song was on the soundtrack i think yeah. i remember that being I think it should and have been your something. First taste of that second Cold Chamber album fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> the the first album will forever be legendary, but their second one they kind of started to drop down. Anyway, Snot, Megadeth, Seven Dust, Head PE. Let's move on. We took the whole hour. Holy fuck! Yeah, holy yeah. We're already at time, but I definitely want to get into this with you. The the little saga. <sighs> oh my god. Okay, so I've been talking about it on the pods, but if you're new to it, you don't know what's going on. There's this dude, Cyrax, and there's a dude, Music Biz Marty, okay, <laughs> online. And Cyrax is this dude from Akron, Ohio. He's a third-generation pedophile. He looks like a goblin. He, at first glance, you think people make fun of him online and, like, fuck with him and shit. That's fucked up. That is your first instinct when you yeah, see that, this guy. Yeah, that but was my you realize first quickly that he's a piece of fucking shit and you'll find yourself when they manage to brick his xbox you will find yourself celebrating that <laughs> fact you know what i'm saying yeah you're like fuck you're, yes fuck like, this little ghoul motherfucker dude because he he's a piece it. of shit okay right so music biz marty he trolls him he fakes he thinks the guy you know that's my, <laughs> my favorite dude which he gets uh cyrax to think he's got a record deal Oh, and then Cyrax yeah. shows up on stream with like shades on and, and something like weird leather like jacket. 80s leather jacket <laughs> and he's got collar pop he's like what up YouTube oh, and he thinks he's hot shit and then he realizes that it's like so he fucks with him like that you know Chance well his name is Chance Cyrax he likes to play the victim like, this guy's been bullying me for but it's not really the case no he kind of fucks with him and shit but he could easily get away from it if he just didn't go online. And they, evidently, I guess there's like that uh, Colorado pedo patrol, which is like popular on YouTube with with people who are pedophiles. I think <laughs> so I think a lot of that shit's projection. Um, anyway, he allegedly has tape of Chance talking to a 13 year old that's supposed to come out. I don't know. That's according to Music Bismarck. Oh wow! So this is where we're at, and. You know, Music Biz Marty got an Xbox that was supposed to be sent to <laughs> He convinced this guy was going to send Cyrax an Xbox. Marty convinced him not to because he's like, hey, this guy's actually a piece of shit file, you know, who does all these things. So they, they gave it to him instead. So he challenged him to races and <laughs> yeah, Cyrax won't race him because he's awful at racing games, even though like part of his identity <laughs> is that he's the drip king. This great e racer. <laughs> And it's something especially like who is like I do as dumb as it is like drifting and racing games and Forza and Forza Horizon and shit like that's one of my fucking main deals games. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I know he's terrible, but uh, so he takes his title of Drift King and then it, the story keeps going. See, that's the thing. Like this is like a daily ish. Yeah. Well, there, earlier this week there was a big gap. I remember me and you were talking Monday and Tuesday and we're like, dude, there's nothing going on. This sucks. Yeah, like, nobody was going live then, or anything. So it builds up that, that Marty's going there. Marty's going to get an Airbnb around the corner from Cyrax. <laughs> and let's put that, like, Music Biz Marty does these. He's Music Biz Marty because of the record deal thing. He still plays. He knows he's not a Music Biz guy, but he still goes by that. And he still calls him that. Yeah. Uh, he decides that he's going to run for mayor 
<laughs> where Cyrax lives. And he's like, it's funny because last night he's like, I ordered a ton of Gatorade, way too much Gatorade. And I'm going to go hand it out to the impoverished residents of this neighborhood. <laughs> but he does streams and he'll get Cyrax to come out. And Cyrax will come on his stream. And like, dude, there's the whole Danny Brown side plot from this Danny Brown you know the rapper he's fucking great yeah I I don't even know I've just but he's involved in the Cyrax shit too and he it's like he loves it he loves lol cows dude just like we do King Cobra (laughs) you know Chris Chan he's got a Sonichu fucking redallion on in the background on his podcast Danny Brown oh shit so he's totally into lol cows and shit so Cyrax has a beef with him. Last the last part of that was Danny Brown a couple of days ago. Danny Brown's like, I'm sue, I'm gonna sue you for defamation. Is like, I'm gonna take your house and I'm gonna buy <laughs> Sally and Ed a new house and I'm gonna fucking make you homeless. <laughs> that's that's where the Danny Brown thing is at. Oh shit. Anyway, Marty fucking and this is a thing you can watch on YouTube live. So it's just real <laughs> riveting. He gets the Airbnb. And Cyrax was threatening him for like the whole week. Oh yeah, like, with, his, with his tripod. Yeah. But he likes to cut. Um, he likes to cut fucking wrestling promos. The little fucking rat man. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and he's like, "You come here, I'll fucking, I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm not gonna be able to stop myself. I'm gonna fucking, you'll, I'll kill you." Yeah. And shit. Like, like he's crazy. This little fucker. He, and you could turn him in. You know, anybody could, but nobody does. Nobody in the group does. I mean, because Akron PD know about Chance. I mean, yeah. they know fucking Chance. No, they know you know, him well. They know if they get a call, like, what's the address? 339 Lloyd Street? No. <laughs> oh, fuck. So fucking Marty's like, I'm going there. I'm going to get an Airbnb because I'm running for mayor. So he does. He fucking goes there. He gets an Airbnb. And it's he's sitting right outside. Down the street he's got a from... camera up the street. Yeah. And son of a fucking bitch if Cyrax doesn't show up. I did, honestly, I was not expecting that. And Marty's I like, fucking believe he's it. like, holy shit, here he comes. Here comes the little goblin now. I was like, is the, that him? The feeling have never watched a television show and had the reaction that I had. When you see fucking Cyrax come walking up in the rain, not even fucking yelling, like charging him. <laughs> Holy shit, man. I could not believe my eyes. I was like, he's going to die. He's really going to die. He's a tiny rat, man. Yeah. He's like four foot ten. I mean, Marty would say maybe he's five foot. But he's got no shoulders. He's like weird and like no shoulders and shit. Yeah, it all slopes like kind of like an arrow or something. It's fucking weird. Yeah. All things that you would, you know, f- like feel bad for the dude if he was like not a piece of shit. Like if he was just a normal dude who was like, you know, I, I do video games. I make videos and, you know, people wouldn't shit on him. The fact that he's a piece of shit is why people shit on him, you know? Yeah, because look at uh, Ricky Berwick who makes the TikTok Right, reactions. Right. He's yeah. hilarious. Love that guy. Everybody loves Ricky. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because he's a nice guy, and he's funny, and he's talented, right. and he puts in work. Like Cyrax has never had a job in his life. He got arrested for assaulting his grandma, who takes care of him because his mother was fucking uh, mentally disabled. His dad is a pedophile. Yeah, and apparently he. Um, uh, uh, she died in a house fire, I guess. Really. Wow. Yeah, his mom did, I the guess. Fuck? I don't know. 
So Cyrax comes down the street and charges at him. Now, it sucks because he Marty turns the camera and it, most of it happens just off camera. Yeah, it does. But the sound is fucking. Oh, shit. It's like you can you can hear every fucking. Holy shit, man. Cyrax is screaming like a, a wounded animal. It's like, dude. <laughs> Dude, yeah, and I love how nothing happens. You know, how like nobody comes outside, nobody like turns the light on, nobody does anything. No, and it's just like uh, the hood in Akron, Ohio. So, like, you know, go fuck yourself. It's like, someone screaming bloody murder. It's like, nope, not the, getting involved. Because they're right across the street from the fucking projects. Did you see that? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible neighborhood. Yeah, so he fucking attacks him, and I. This is a Marty's account, and I do tend to believe it. You know, you can kind of see on the side of the ledge where he's like, I took him down more than anything. I stopped him from attacking me. I took him down and I gave him a couple. He smacked him when he came up to him. He's like, I smacked him and then I grabbed him and I threw him down and I got on top of him. And I was just kind of restraining him and he started punching up at me like fucking. He's like, so I laid a few in on him. Oh, he yeah. Broke his fucking, broke I mean, his he nose, didn't say yeah. it last night, but that's a broken nose. I've seen him. Yep. I've seen him, too. Fucking definitely. Yeah, so he's like, up. "Who's the fucking get the fuck out of here? Who's the king?" And he's like, like, "You're oh. the king." <laughs> he begs for his life because he could have killed him if he wanted to. I mean, oh, easily, yeah. obviously. Yeah. When you have somebody and you're on top of them, and you're too, Marty's a big guy. Yeah, he is. Know? He's a big fucking dude, man. Yeah, and Chance has like, I mean, he's no muscle whatsoever. He's he's a tiny little kid boy. You but know? did you hear him scream? But he's a thirty he's fucking year, like, some year old guy. He was like, ah, ah, you're hurting me. You're killing me. <laughs> and it's just Dude, like, and then like the Marty fuck? took it easy on him and let him go. Yeah. But I had a lot of dread coming into that, you know, because I knew Marty was going to go there. I mean, he's posting like little shit that he's like, you know, signs and shit. I'm like, yeah. oh, he's fucking going there. <laughs> and I feared the worst, man, because like Cyrax is crazy. Also, he's been this guy's been fucking with him for seven years. And Cyrax also has delusions. Yeah, he's totally delusional, man. Like Cyrax yeah. thinks that like someone sh- shot his house. He's like, yeah. "There's a bullet in my bed," and they're like, "Go dig it out right now." And yeah, he won't, he won't because do it. He, he won't. Like, somewhere I think in his mind he knows it's not real, but he has these delusions that someone like that they try to kill him, like you know, by yeah. shooting through his window, and it wasn't. It was, I don't know what the fuck. But one thing that did happen though was that when I had uh, messaged you yesterday. Before this whole thing went down, somebody had sent a package to his house and inside of it, there was a firecracker and broken glass. And he was like, this is a bomb. The, the glass can be shrapnel and I we could have died. You know, that whole thing. And then well, Marty he, he plays like, the victim like nobody. I mean, that's like yeah. one thing that will piss you off about him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, but then he and then after that, later, he shows up on Marty's stream and he's literally got like fucking shit like. Kleenex hanging out of one of his nostrils yeah. and a broken nose. <laughs> and he's fucking, it's like, you can't write this shit. No. So I pitched to you the best TV show of all time. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. It's Music Biz Marty and Cyrax in a house together, in a, you know, and whoever wins the more competitions between them wins money. And if there's any violence, you lose all the money. Okay. Okay, but you know, and I'm talking like violence. Cyrax versus Music Biz Marty <laughs> in like Connect Four, and like you know what I'm saying, like dumb shit, playing old maid, oh, um, doing like I mean, what is it? You know, 
like a foot race up the steps. And yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, just red light, like this. Red light, green light. <laughs> oh, Wouldn't that man. be fucking amazing? Yeah. What if they were um, on house arrest both and they couldn't leave the premises? And then yeah, that's part of what to... I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah, they okay. put them together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be so fucking crazy, man. Holy shit. It'd be like Kenny versus Benny is kind of the idea I have. Yeah. You know, it's like Kenny versus Benny, especially one episode of Kenny versus Benny where they do like a ton of mini competitions. I bet there's a connection there, actually. That's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Kenny versus Benny. I've never and seen it. But... You've never seen that? No, I've never seen it. Go to YouTube and they're on YouTube on Kenny Haas's channel and a lot of them in 4K, I think, too. Okay. It's two dudes two friends who live together and they do competitions and it'll be like the first one to stop singing loses the first one to sit down loses the first one to stop <laughs> dancing um all kinds of things like that and then you face humiliation when you lose oh dude can you imagine it like okay this show that you're pitching uh, they have a dance competition between Marty and fucking Chance yeah. <laughs> well that's the thing Marty will get Cyrax to dance for his entertainment and the thing that's funny and i keep saying it on his comments and it's like dude shut the fuck up make videos of you dancing like to different songs because his dancing is fucking entertaining <laughs> and if you see this dude who looks like a little rat vampire dancing to like you know fucking pop songs Oh, it would be hilarious. Yeah. It would go viral. People would watch that. Be like, look at this fucking. We send those videos back and forth all the time. You see some deformed person dancing to something. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. I know it is fucking hilarious. And he's actually got a better sense of rhythm than he does for like racing or anything else. He's not good at anything. No. He also makes rap and it's like the word. It's not even in time. It's literally the word. It's like that drift song he put oh, on. Oh, fuck that song, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we're at i'm sorry we had to talk about it because we're both fans and like this is the, the only time we really talk other than a message yeah and this thing so. really came to a fucking head last night man like everything that was building up had finally just popped off we gotta get the hell out of here my lady's still sleeping i gotta wake her up this lady's fuck <laughs> I don't want to eat lunch. I always fuck myself on these days, though. Saturdays, we get done. I haven't eaten, so I'm hungry as fuck. And oh, then, yeah. But if I eat lunch, she will not want to eat dinner. Really? So, so what do you I'll do? Just, wait. like, drink a fucking protein shake or something? I might. I might. But I wake up on Saturday, and I want bullshit. You know, and I, like, I get done with the show on Saturday afternoon, and I want to eat, like, I want to get Chinese food or something. You know? Oh, okay. Gotcha. But then if I eat Chinese food, it'll be 2.30 by the time I get it and get home. And, and then she's not going to eat nothing. And then like, by 6.30, I'm a fat fuck. By 6.30, <laughs> you know, four or five hours, I'm ready to eat food. I'm ready to eat dinner. Yeah. Know, full power. Well, shit, I'm not fat, but I get hungry like after an hour of eating, man. It's like I got parasites yeah. in me or some shit. <laughs> you know, uh, quick Hall of Fame. Dude. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we, we almost forgot about that. You almost forget about that. Yeah, okay. I I'm coming that. hard. I started thinking. I was like, what are some real controversial ones that I could bring in that you maybe would like disagree? I mean, probably not going to disagree, but just, I just wanted to pick a weird one. Yep. <clears throat> and I've been listening to them a lot this week. 
And they've been a band since 1998, so, I mean, that's... That's 25 fucking years as a band. The Strokes. Okay. The Strokes are fucking awesome. I have been a fan of them since the first album. They've never put out a bad album. And their shit, like, they, they just put out the newest record, like, two years ago here or whatever. And it's great. And it's still great. I fucking love The Strokes. And they're... Uh, 25 years and six studio albums if you're a band for 25 years and you're fucking playing shows and putting out records and and you know getting awards and shit like they are um props to you man and i I do love their shit i I really but i understand a lot of people who don't yeah i can't really speak on it because i mean i'm sure i've heard them but i'm not really you know they're not on my radar but i'll take your word for it and especially if they put out this many albums and they They've, they've got the longevity, you know, for 25 fucking years, man. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you should check it out. I mean, you never know. Like, you, eh, dude, you like fucking. Uh, I like weird shit, yeah. A lot of you do things. like um, some of that 80s uh, fucking. What the fuck is that shit? What? Oh. It, like, um, I do like some of the uh, hair metal from the 80s. No, what's that asshole guy's fucking uh, <laughs> band uh, that you guys oh, like? You and Draper fuck. both like. Who's the asshole guy? I don't know. I forget his fucking name. Anything that Smiths, maybe? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. It's fucking Morrissey, man. Yeah. If you like that kind of shit, you might like the fucking... I mean, I'm not saying the Strokes sound like that, but I mean, the fact that you like that, you might like the Strokes. They kind of have like a 80s-ish thing. Okay, I probably would like them then. Speaking yeah. of which, I had no idea. Did you, like, you ever heard of TSOL? Yes, I have. I haven't. And randomly, I think because I was listening to The Strokes a bunch, it threw this song at me, Flowers by the Door, which you probably heard. No? Mm, maybe? I don't know. I just threw this song at me, and I was like, this is good as fuck. It's from 1984, and it's kind of... It actually almost reminds me of, like, The Strokes a little bit. Maybe that's why, you know, Spotify was playing it for me after The Stroke. <laughs> but, uh, good shit, too, man. Sure. I had no shit. idea that was a band. Wow, and that album they have uh, Change Today from 1984. Really fucking good. I was like, I don't know. I love when I find you can find something that's new to you that, you know, like that. Yeah. Like this has existed in the world this long. And then, you know, like those soundtracks, maybe that we were talking about, that maybe some of those songs people have never heard. You right. know, and they'll go out of the way today. And I hope they them. do look at it. Are we making a playlist based on uh, these the songs that we can find on the soundtracks? Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it really fucking Sounds like does. something I'm not going to do. <laughs> I can't fucking do that. I got to edit the show. Yeah, people can find it if they want it. Yeah. But there you go. Anyway, the strokes, man. I'll send you some strokes. Or All right. I mean, you can go back <clears throat> and let's start yeah. our first album, I guess. And just... I'll go look it up. Um, what, do you, what do you got? <laughs> My nomination today is something, excuse me, it's not thrash metal, it's not fucking rock, it's just, I decided to go with the Deftones. Nice, dude. Uh, yeah, so basically, you know, you've got 1995 all the way to now, and, you know, they're still, they're not exactly the same, but they're still fucking rocking it. And Adrenaline's our first album, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I fucking you love I love the Deftones, man. Yeah, I you know, do too. A lot of times there's a period in there where I was like, yeah. There are a few albums that they put out that I was like, I don't know. But yeah, for the most part, I do like all their shit. 
Yeah. I don't know. You know, I mean, even like look at that song uh, that Chino did on the, the new Polyphia record. Like that's like the best. That's one of my favorite songs on the whole album. I didn't even hear that fucking song, man. Oh yeah, dude. it's like the heaviest song on the new Polyphia record. It's with Chino Moreno. Oh shit. Yeah, very yeah, good. And you Check know, he did the vocals on the on the cover of Wicked that they did for Korn's album. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let's get in before Korn. What an interesting time. Yeah. This isn't like that, though. This isn't, uh, you know, otherwise we'd still be here putting in like the Stones and ZZ Top and shit. Right. It's which just, we'll get to eventually. It's whatever comes to mind. It's like if I'm thinking of something and I'm like, oh, let me let me figure it out if these guys. Yeah. It's where you want to go. This week I wanted to pick a weird one. I have a couple other weird ones uh, like that that I fucking bring up. So there you go. That's it for this week. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's all we got. We'll go eat a cliff bar or something. <laughs> cliff bar. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you like my nonsense, you can follow me on Twitter at Suplex City Limit. My other show, Suplex City Limits Podcast, live every Sunday on YouTube, noon Eastern, The Wake and Bake Show, uh, on demand everywhere else, SuplexCityLimits.com. And uh, our feed, I don't know if on the off chance you're listening to this on the OGMC feed, there's also a Suplex City Limits feed that has Suplex City Limits, The Federation, hosted by the Fudge Brothers, this show, and the Midnight Mass Creature Cat. Hell yeah. Which also has its own, right? Which, yeah, that also has its own feed. But unfortunately, this week was filled with a lot of nonsense, and I haven't even gotten around to putting that episode out. So, bad on me. And I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> well, whenever you send it to me, it'll be up on our channel, too. <laughs> yeah. What is this week? What are you doing? Um, If I remember correctly, fuck. Uh, a killer clown. Yeah, killer clowns. We've already done it. I just haven't posted it yet. So it's killer oh. clowns from outer space. Well, there you go. That's a fucking silly ass movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love it though. They put, they put out a game for that somewhat recently too. One of those kind of, you know, like one versus six or one versus a group dead by daylight type of game. Oh really? Fuck. I think they did. Yeah, like that Friday the Thirteenth one they put out. Yeah, I'm gonna look into that because. That sounds like a fun game. That's yeah, out there. But yeah, that's it. Thank you. Anything else? Break the Apocalypse, Planet Raconteur. Yeah, Break the Apocalypse, Planet Raconteur. Much love to you people. Shout out. There it is. We'll be back next week to talk more shit. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're probably going to have to do like a, at least a little bit, like a five minute, you know, Cyrax recaps. Yeah, man. like <laughs> Cyrax Music Biz Marty recap of the week, man. If, if they keep putting out content like this. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it. See you again next week. And until then, as always, hail Satan. Hail yourself. <laughs>